You're You're listening listening to to The Bottom Bottom Bible. Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I really need it. I really need it. Hello. Hi. My name is Katie. Welcome to the bottom Bible. We think that's how it goes. I think I say it first. I think you say it. I can't remember. We're going to have to listen back. We're just staying true to that. We got real confused. Logo. Bad, awkward intros. We didn't remember (laughs) how we do this. Um, But hi, y'all. Hi. The quality you all crave every every week or so. Every time. Coming right at you. Um... Okay, so today fast and hard. Go ahead. Fast and hard, big and juicy. Like what else is big and juicy? Butts, butts everywhere. Oh, butts. Bigger the better. Butts. What's the tighter the sweater wrapped around your waist? I don't know. It didn't quite work because I mm-hmm. went in it too fast, too furious. Love it. Um, we're talking about not just butts, but Brazilian butt lifts, uh, aka so- BBL. The BBLs. I don't want to call it BBL because it sounds like a sandwich. <laughs> the Brazilian butt lift. Okay. Okay. Um, so it is one of, if not the fastest growing cosmetic procedure in the world. Um, I got this from an article. Hold on. I'm going to give you my sources real quick. And I, of course, okay. I'm going to um, link everything in the description um, and earthing. Okay. So uh, most of this is going to come from a cosmoclinic.com article about a Brazilian butt lift one year after the surgery, a Healthline kind of more informative, somewhat neutral, more description of what the Brazilian butt lift is, and then a Vox article um, that's a little more critical of it. And then there's some stuff from like U.S. Magazine, Jezebel, and um, the National um, Institute of Health, just for some some facts and figs. Um, however, let's get this, let's get this party started. Okay. Um, the number of Brazilian butt lifts globally since 2015 has risen 77.6%. Whoa. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of butts being lifted. Um a lot of the articles mentioned, like, the phenomenon of the Instagram face Ooh. is now happening with bodies. And so that's okay. the, the cause for the rise in popularity of the Brazilian butt lift. Instagram face is essentially a look that became very popular amongst mm, not necessarily actri- actors, but more sort of influencer yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. maybe on the fringe model because i'm talking about like Gigi hadid mm-hmm. um the hadid sisters some of the kardashian yeah. sort of yeah um and like the big joke is of course that they don't even look like that I know. It is filters. It is expertly applied makeup. Money. Money. In some cases, yes, there are procedures that are done. 
Right. Um, but a lot of it really is just makeup trickery. Yeah. Expert makeup application and uh, face filters. Um, yeah. Some of which are available, like, you know, to all of us on Instagram, Snapchat, all um, TikTok, the, the TikTok, everything. But some uh, also from apps like Facetune. Yeah. Uh, where you can just do it, you know, some of it being much more obvious, like the blurring that happens that, that kind of is very, very noticeable. And then others, I mean, it's, these are people who have the money to have professionals do it for them. Yes. So it it looks very real and it starts to all look the same. It's the same very narrow, straight nose, uh, almond-shaped eyes kind of going almost up, like very feline. Yeah. High cheekbones, very full lips, um, that kind of slightly tanned golden skin with, of course, mm-hmm. the whole middle blown out white with uh, not white but lighter with a highlighter Mm -hmm. and so it's a lot of skilled photographers skilled makeup artists a lot of money a lot of photoshop a lot of face tuning a lot of filters yeah so the people that look like that don't always even look like that no and that i didn't read the article but i saw the headline of an article that was like i wasn't ugly i was just poor yes basically yeah yeah like think about like all the just even something as simple as like a facial which is Mm -hmm. in my world an extravagance an Mm -hmm. extra expense that like it's like okay well i'm i'm not gonna do a and b because i'd like to do c right you know right and that's a privilege to be even to say that and to be able to like section it out Mm -hmm. so to have the money to even just take care of your skin to buy high quality products even if you're not going somewhere but you're just mm-hmm. buying the products to apply mm-hmm. to your skin yep it's yeah it ain't i mean there's a reason like cosmetic industry is like a billion dollar industry yeah with a b for brazilian butt lift um <laughs> okay so from the vox article it's, this episode uh, is brought to you by the letter b by the letter b uh the vox article uh kind of says um about kind of staying in that theme of like the Instagram face and now it's become the Instagram body where if you Mm. spend enough time on TikTok and Instagram it starts to feel like you're the only person in the world that hasn't had their butt done um the that silhouette I feel like I'm in a different TikTok (laughs) circle (laughs) well you for sure I don't seek out a lot of beauty if any on TikTok Mm -hmm. mine is all animals (laughs) it's all uh medieval TikTok Yes. Animal TikToks. Yes. And occasionally, like, some comedians. Yeah. I'm in a, also, medieval TikTok. Cat TikTok. Yep. ADHD TikTok. Like, mental health TikTok. And then, um, also, lesbian TikTok. Oh. I, I'm just, I'm there, and I love it, and I don't ever want to leave. Thank you for allowing me to watch the videos. <laughs> it's a delight. Your treasures. And then also, like, comedians. Right. And you recently got me into the um, dubbed animal videos. Oh, it's just good. It's, it's, it's just so good. Yeah. Serotonin. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it is. So okay. apparently if, you're, if you seek this alley of TikTok, the kind of beauty influencer alley, um, there is a Brazilian butt lift silhouette 
Um, it is a tiny, tiny waist with much thicker thighs and uh, a very, very plump bottom. Um, sounds like me. Yeah. Plump bottom. Um, as it's, uh, it says, at its most extreme, it presents a cartoonish version of a fertile woman, a cross between the mm. Venus of Willendorf and Jessica Rabbit. Oh. oh. At its mm. mo- so that's a very, very um, exaggerated, tiny, tiny waist with like disproportionate hips and butt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's at its most subtle, a Brazilian butt lift just looks like good jeans, the kind of golden ratio associated with the most iconic sex symbols of the last 100 years. So the Brazilian butt lift, it uses um, fat grafting to reshape your butt and gives it a fuller appearance. So the fat grafting is taking fat from one area of your body, usually with liposuction, and transferring it to another. And it's supposed to give your butt a very natural um, shape and look. Um, Kim Kardashian very famously went on television and um, she got an x-ray. She didn't, maybe she didn't go on television. I think she was did on her Instagram. She got an x-ray of her butt. Oh, this was on the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. That's right. Okay. She got an x-ray of her butt to prove that her shape was not uh, from implants. Okay. So... They got the x-ray and she did prove that, yes, there were no implants. But a lot of people still wondered, like, well, how are you getting such exaggerated curves? Yeah. Um, It could have been a Brazilian butt lift Mm. because it would not leave its fat. So it wouldn't Mm -hmm. show up as like a foreign body in your body. Right. Right. Um, So let's see. The Vox article says that until the last decade or so, the Brazilian butt lift was not a common practice in the U.S. Its origin, as its name suggests, are in Brazil, where cosmetic surgery has a storied background, largely due to the country's history of eugenics. Uh Oh. Oh, eugenics, like, not great. Um, Yeah. The Eugenics Society of Sao Paulo. Uh, aimed to erase all signs of black and indigenous physical appearance in Brazil. So, yeah, not not great roots there. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe we don't want to be doing that. Maybe we don't. But there is famously a lot of plastic surgery that happens in Brazil. It's it mm-hmm. is one of the areas that a lot of people would go to first when newer procedures um, mm-hmm. were first mm-hmm. kind of coming out because they were uh, they were doing a lot of those there first. Yeah. Um, okay. So they also just make a comment um, about the kind of that exaggerated silhouette that's traveling north and exploded once pop culture began to shed its preference for the as they call it, tits on a stick silhouette and started to revere stars like Jennifer Jennifer Lopez, Nicki Minaj. And as the mainstream media began to incorporate the beauty standards that have long been held by black and Latinx cultures, Mm -hmm. big butts. Yeah. Um, So it continued to idealize the white women who conformed to these standards and furthermore allowed them to profit over black and Latina women Mm. whose bodies Mm. the fashion establishment had previously critiqued. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
it says the idea that certain body types can be considered trendy is um, something that has always been laden with classism, racism, and sexism. Yeah. And it's easy to argue that the media only began to celebrate big butts when it became financially beneficial to do so. Sure. Um, so in America, South Florida is a sort of plastic surgery capital. Mm-hmm. Of course, not the only place that plastic surgery happens, but it is kind of a big hub for it. Right. Um, and this is what that Vox article was. Um, it was a few people that the Vox article was profiling in this okay. article where they followed the a couple of people, a couple of women that had the procedure done. Um, so it's Florida. There are a lot. There's a big Latinx population. It's a lot of sunshine year round. So there's a lot of bathing suits and sort of more summery clothing mm-hmm. worn. So it does kind of make sense that it becomes uh, the bodies become a focus there. Right. And so plastic surgery kind of flourishes. Um, by 1999, more than one in 10 plastic surgery procedures performed by board certified plastic surgeons took place in Florida. You. Yeah. And it also points out the history of malpractice goes back just as far. Oops. Um. So Florida, like every other state in the country, allows medical doctors to practice and treat patients in any field as long as they obtain consent from the patient. So this is another quote from the article. <laughs> you can set up your own clinic and you could be doing liposuction tomorrow with no training in liposuction whatsoever. And it's perfectly legal. So this was said by Adam Rubenstein. He was a board certified plastic surgeon in Miami. So this Those, is Florida specific. Yes. But I have heard that this is nationwide. So that's why you have to like anything else when you're going to have a procedure done an elective procedure, especially yes. because you may not be I mean, with with non-elective procedures. You're kind of bound by if you have insurance, right? Your network. But when it's something elective like this, when it is for profit, so this isn't mm-hmm. reconstructive or necessary. This is something that you are choosing to do when this these types of surgeons are making money you're a customer yeah yeah so um though these doctors wouldn't be able to perform plastic surgery in a hospital or a legitimate surgery center where Ah. regulations are stricter and they have far more oversight there's nothing stopping them from opening a clinic of their own and no higher board they must answer to wow yep file that under something i did not know right and now am absolutely even more terrified of elective surgeries go ahead right so the um let's see this is a plastic surgeon plastic surgeon named (gasps) arthur perry from uh new jersey state board of medical exams so he actually refuses to perform brazilian butt lifts so okay he says the field of medicine largely relies on the industry policing itself which makes it difficult for legislators to address the issues we have the expertise to do that but we don't have the legal authority so, mm. yeah, I could call myself a cardiac surgeon today, set up an operating room and do cardiac surgery in my office. You can sue me for malpractice, but that's a civil penalty as opposed to a criminal. Ooh. Yep. Hoops. Okay. okay. So we'll back up just a little bit. And this is from the healthline.com. And it's going to, they give a much more sort of neutral 
description. So I went to them just because they had the the bare bones, like this is what it is without success or failure stories. So this is just, okay. it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. So it's the description of the Brazilian butt lift procedure. The procedure is usually performed under anesthesia, but in procedures where a smaller volume of fat is transferred, it may be done with only local anesthesia. No. So just numbing the area. Yep. Okay. Hate you it. May, hate that. Yeah. <laughs> and it says you may ask for anti-nausea medication beforehand, especially if anesthesia makes you sick. Okay. The surgeon then uses liposuction to remove fat from other areas of your body, such as your hips, stomach, and thighs. Liposuction itself involves making incisions in the skin and then using a tube to remove fat from the body. Next, the fat stores that have just been removed for your body are purified and readied for injection into your buttocks. Okay. The surgeon finishes by injecting the processed fat into specific areas of the buttocks to create a more rounded, full look. Uh, They may, oh sorry, they make three to five incisions around the buttocks to fat for fat transfers. Both liposuction and fat transfer incisions are closed up with stitches. Your surgeon then applies a compression garment against the affected areas of skin to minimize the risk of bleeding. Okay. So it outlines some of the benefits, uh, why people choose the Brazilian butt lift. So the results are more natural looking than implants and they look rounder than uh, an implant would. It can address issues like sagging or shapelessness that can come with aging. And there's a lower risk of infection than with implants. Okay. 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 Not a foreign tech, not a fully foreign substance. Right. It it is your own fat injected into your butt. Um, So the side effects and risks, infection, scarring, pain, Mm -hmm. abdominal numbness, circulation issues, lumps under the skin in the areas suctioned or injected, loss of skin in treated areas because of deep infections, and oh, the God. most frightening, a fat embolism in the heart or lungs. Ah. Okay. So the fatality rate is one in 3,000. That's too high for me. If it's done incorrectly, the fat that's injected can get into the large veins in the buttocks and then travel into your lungs. Oh, my God. Because you're injecting fat. And if it's done improperly, that's an embolism. Yeah. Um, another known side effect is the failure of your buttocks to take up the grafted fat stores. Uh, a certain amount of fat that injected is broken down and absorbed by the body. Sometimes you may need an additional one or two procedures. So your your body might absorb the fat and it does not stay, right. it does not keep its shape. So you would have to have the procedure done again and to inject maybe again. more fat. And possibly again. Um, to help, I gotta minim- go. you had to be a pin cushion three times. I yeah. don't. Okay. Yeah, right. and it's okay. invasive. I mean, this is an invasive procedure. Yeah. Um, to help minimize the risk, your surgeon may insert extra fat the first time around. So I guess it, it depends. Um, okay. And then from the Vox article, the death rates for Brazilian butt lifts have been historically not good. Oh. Uh, and this is where it's a 2017 study that got. Uh, the mortality rate of one in 3,000. So that's where that fact came from. 
25 yeah. of those deaths occurred in the U.S. in the five years prior. Um, so now there's more widespread education and better safety techniques. The ratio is widening. In 2019, one survey estimated the mortality risk at 1 in 14,921. And then in 2020, it was 1 in 20,117. So, like, this, okay. the spread is getting a little wider. Um, yeah. It's, that's still higher than the mortality rate from liposuction, which is 1.3 in 50,000. Okay. And for outpatient surgery, which is 0.25 to 0.5 in 100,000. Oh, okay. So it's still yeah. much riskier than other surgical procedures. Yeah. Um, so the deaths have been, in most part, because of improper technique. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem with inserting fat into the buttocks, into the buttocks is that your butt contains a, lo a lot of very large blood vessels. Mm. Um as big as as big as drinking straws, as one doctor put it. Oh God! So if the fat is accidentally if if the fat gets in to those blood vessels accidentally, that's how the fat can travel <gasps> into your lungs and can cause a very deadly pulmonary embolism. Mm, I don't like it. Um, and that is part of the reason why most reputable surgeons have a limit to the amount of fat they'll insert mm. because there's less likelihood of dead fat, which creates lumps and like lopsidedness. Um, it says in some popular Brazilian butt lift destinations like Turkey, doctors are willing to insert much more fat. Why? Uh, they're just willing to take the risk. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> So oh, in the Vox article, what they're talking about, like, especially with places like in South Florida and also there's other countries where it's being done is it's a business. So they are pumping yeah. out as many people as they can. Um, oh, in the article, I believe it, it was talking about one of the women who had the procedure who noticed that she was like one of like seven or eight people that got it done that day. Whoa. So they're doing, it's the same doctor doing them. Like, bam, 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 bam. Like, one after another, after another, after another. Yeah. I would be like, I'm sorry, how many of these procedures have you done today? I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to come back right. another day. You need to rest. You um, need to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> come back. <laughs> so, the recovery. Um, this is from the Healthline article. There's obviously some recovery time uh, and some recovery time and recovery instructions that have to follow, like with any plastic surgery. Right. Uh, okay. You won't be able to sit on your butt for two weeks following oh. surgery. <gasps> How do you poop? Mm. You'll need to sleep on your side or your stomach until the area is completely healed. Oh. So you are either going to have to squat or probably use maybe like a pillow to poo and to pee. Mm. Uh, your buttocks may be, may be swollen for several weeks as you recover from surgery. Overall, the effects of the surgery last several months to years. Stop it. So it's not permanent. It may last up to a few years if you're lucky. And no. Of course, you may need more than one procedure to achieve the exact results that you want. It can also take up to six months before you see the full results from the initial procedure. And you're supposed to avoid weight fluctuation. Um, to avoid, you know, big changes from, you know, mm -hmm. happening in your butt. Um, oh, my God. It says aftercare guidance depends on the patient's existing body type, but all of them must wear a uh, 
they they said the word in Spanish. I think it's because they were in South Florida. It's a faja, which is okay. a girdle. Oh, okay. okay so okay, it's okay, like okay. a corset-like garment that keeps the body shape in place. So uh, shapewear, but extreme yeah. shapewear <laughs> uh, for about three months as the new oh fat God. learns to connect with the existing fat. Sleeping <sighs> must be done face down for at least six weeks and sitting requires a special pillow. To help with circulation, patients must schedule regular post-op massages, which are often painful. Ooh. They said peeing, by the way, is its own hurdle. I've seen people where they'll keep the garment on while they go to the bathroom. They'll literally literally just pee all over themselves and live like that. Because you're wearing what is probably very tight Uh shapewear. Uh So anyone who's ever worn Spanx has known the struggle of getting Mm -hmm. those things off, getting them on initially is a journey and then throughout the day taking them off and getting them back on yeah is rough yeah not always easy depending on how tight they are and i believe that these garments have to be fairly tight the compression garments mm-hmm. have to be compressing your body um yeah i I'm, i am not here to judge anyone it's your body do what you will with it um but it just doesn't seem to be that for me that big of a payoff for everything that goes into it because i'm talking about sleeping on your stomach you also had liposuction on on your stomach to get the fat to go into your mm-hmm. buttocks so that can't be incredibly comfortable either and then there's all the side effects that can come with the liposuction right because liposuction can sometimes it's sucking the fat out but the fat will regenerate, mm-hmm. not always in the same place mm-hmm. and not always to the same level. So you mm-hmm. might end mm-hmm. up with like um, a kind of like a cellulite effect. Oh, yeah. yeah because yeah, 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 it, it doesn't yeah. come back evenly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with its own complications and risk of infections right. and everything. So those are the physical um, now let's talk about that cost. What's it going to cost you? Oh, okay. H- how's it going to affect your wallet? Yeah. Um, I found a couple different figures because it depends on the country and then even in the state, in the United States, like what state you're in. But the average is about $6,625. And it can range from anywhere between 2200 to 10000 plus. Okay. And I also found some sources that said four to $10,000. So kind of in that, it depends where you're getting it. It depends. I'm the honestly recovery. surprised that it's not more. Well, in California, the average cost is seven to $25,000. Okay. Oh, that, okay. That makes sense. So it can go, it can go much higher, but like they're okay. kind of doing national sort of averages. Okay. Um, so a lot of people looking to get the procedure are going to places like South Florida in the U.S., but also Turkey, Mexico, and Thailand. Okay. Um, and then Vox, the Vox article said that this is um, for questionably cheap operations. Okay. So this is a complex, multi-hour surgery not covered by health insurance can cost can cost as low as three thousand dollars. 
although most clinics advertise them for a, the package for about $5,500, and that does not include aftercare, which can mm -hmm. double the cost. Yeah. So these, these procedures often take place in small clinics where doctors might have been trained as dermatologists or pediatricians, and they are legally allowed to advertise themselves as board-certified physicians, even though the extent of their plastic surgery training might have consisted of a single weekend course. No. And to make up for the high cost of running an operating room, they squeeze in as many as eight patients every day. No, I hate that. I hate that. Listen, also, about the cost, I'm all of, I love a, I love a bargain. But if you are sedating me, all of these risks that come along with it, if you are suctioning fat, you are suctioning something, anything from one part of my body, actually, let's take that back, cutting any part of my body, and I is elect, I am like elect, like saying you could do this. Right. Where it's not a thing of like, you know, it's her, my health is at risk, or it's going to greatly extend my life's, my chances of living a longer life. Um, I don't, I think if I were going to do it, I would I would maybe want to save up, just pay like a, you know, pay pay a good price for that, because mm. that gets it gets in a dangerous thing because it's I, the separation between like procedures that that are n needed for right. quality of life and health and just the basic function of body. I think mm -hmm. that should be covered and people should be able to get those things done. So when they need them. Here's just another little bit from the Vox article about the yeah. ethical guidelines. Uh, so ethical guidelines state that doctors should use rigorous screening processes, processes, sorry, that weed out people who aren't optimal patients for Brazilian butt lifts. Mm. People who are severely under or overweight, people okay. with a history of eating disorders or body dysmorphia, people who maybe haven't been through that uh like the enormous decision they're about to make maybe like if they they haven't thoroughly thought it out and if it's mm -hmm. if it becomes apparent to the doctor that this is not somebody who's really thought about this that this is more you know kind of a spur of the moment mm -hmm. um and a doctor uh says i i always make i always ask my patients to bring in wish pictures and many times they bring in pictures from instagram mm. and a lot of times these photos are photoshopped with yeah. obviously unnatural proportions that just aren't achievable in the real world. This doctor says that he take he says uh, about 30% of the patients that he sees are not appropriate candidates. Like they're bringing mm. in clearly Photoshop pictures. So yeah, unachievable expectations. And that's where, oh, that's where it's like sticky because for me, because like you said, it's your body you do you yeah but uh, no pun intended but um i think a big problem is that a lot of these proce procedures are being done so that people can emulate what they're seeing on social media right which aren't real results yeah. like that's real not body. real that's not what people really look like yeah um okay so i'm gonna share my screen with you we can as we can use as many of these and I'll post these in the show notes because they might okay. 
they might be a lot for um the instagram <laughs> okay so i'm ready it's mm. just going to be some before and there's no 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 gore okay um in any of this it's pretty much um okay so there you see a before and after yeah i don't see that big of a difference yeah the you, left you do is... for sure in the before and the after so when i'll post these in the show notes in the order that we're talking about them here so this is going to yeah. be kind of a is that like a very dark blue sort of yeah. paper surgical, surgical underwear yeah and the left is the before obviously the right is after there yeah. is some noticeable plumpness mm-hmm. but considering what you just read about what it took to get there and the yeah. risks you're putting your body you're putting yourself you know up yeah. for that's not that big of a difference to me no like okay I think we've both said this I think you should do with your body what you would like to do with your body right but looking at this and knowing I would say measuring the amount of pain that would take that this will cause and then if if you really want a, a plumper behind there are things, I just can't help but think, there are things that you can do for different type of pain. Mm-hmm. Like, for that Shape. same amount of money, you could hire a personal trainer to only work out your butt. Right. Only work out your butt. Like, and you can get a lift in your butt. You, I mean, your body will only do what it will do naturally. Right. But, ooh, I just, it to me, it's not like, I, I wouldn't do it. And in fairness, you do see that on the left, like the midsection is a mm-hmm. little thicker. Yeah. And they did get a little more of sort of an hourglass mm-hmm. figure on the right. But it's it's not that dramatic. Um, okay. And so here's the next one. And this is one where you do see more of a difference. This is where yeah. a big lift has happened. Yeah. So the one on the left. So... Uh, this one, the one on the left, she's wearing like a pink kind of pink and black printed like thong. Yeah. And then on the right, it's kind of like a black lacy thong. Yeah. This was somebody who already seemed to have a plump behind. I know. It's really lovely. Um, and then on the right, you can see that it's maybe a little bit fuller, but the effect here is of the lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because midsection looks fairly similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, legs look very similar from what we can see. Yeah. And the the big effect here is the lifting mm-hmm. of the butt that yeah. happened. Um, again, she she had a real nice butt in the first great shot too. But yeah. it's it's not about, you know, and I know it's not about what we think. It's it's this person's own choice. It it just seems again like, oh, for what you've paid and what you've put your body through that's not a permanent change either like that like yeah. in a year or two might that will go, may go away go right? away yeah okay so then we've got a before okay. and after from this profile is substantial this is probably one of the more dramatic um mm-hmm. befores and afters where did they get any of that fat though i see no extra fat to be grabbed on this person so, I can see that, like, from here, like, from the tummy oh, okay, okay, a little okay. bit. 
and they probably <gasps> that got protects it your uterus from oh, the <laughs> they probably got it from um from the legs mm-hmm. as well okay yeah I can because see that a little for bit. some people they may also have them bulk up like you may oh. be um advised to bulk up a little mm-hmm. bit like you know to basically like harvest some fat mm-hmm. so for this one this is the um profile before and after mm-hmm. and you do see this is like like i said probably the most dramatic before yeah. and after yeah and this is where i would be like oh okay if i was thinking about doing this this is for sure one that i would be mm-hmm. like well well okay yeah um but again it won't be permanent yeah um i gotta admit though her her butt on the right the after on this one that's looks good that's a real nice butt yeah it's nice okay and so this is uh oh. three this is a a uh a triad it is before six weeks post-op and then one year post-op okay and so this is again someone who started out with a fairly uh, like high and tight behind mm-hmm. who six weeks after surgery um you can see that there's more fullness mm-hmm. um in all her photos she does appear to be clenching yeah and that's just maybe <laughs> she she's wearing a thong in each photo so it could just be the thong too but she does look like she's clenching real hard it's she does look like she's clenching real hard in that yeah. first one yeah that first one, one is a little bit hank hill just a little <laughs> bit hank hill okay but it's fine um so you can see though six weeks post that the waist is smaller mm-hmm. so they obviously got fat from her midsection because mm-hmm. um, her legs look fairly similar yeah um the butt is fuller maybe a, l- a little bit higher but again she already had kind of a high mm-hmm. high and tight one and then one year <sighs> post-op it still looks full a little less full than six uh-huh. weeks after for sure but still looking very yeah. looking very good um again is it that dramatic i don't know Mm-mm. no i don't think so it's you know it it does look like it's a little less high one mm-hmm. year like the a little bit mm-hmm. of of uh droop yeah it's still a nice butt it's, it's still great. a very nice butt yeah. But you can see that, yes, one year in, it has sagged a little bit. Yeah. Because um, that is what fat's going to do. Fat's yeah. going to sag. Fat's, fat's going to weigh a little more is going to sag. As someone with a huge butt her entire life can absolutely tell you. <sighs> um, <laughs> I just, listen, and ugh, I can't preface this enough, that like, do whatever you need to do. To, to enjoy your life to the fullest. No pun intended. But I can't help but... <laughs> I can't stop saying but. Can't help but say but. I can't help but have a concern for the fact that while your physical appearance, well, it's great to feel good in physical appearance and feel cute and feel all those things. That is only truly one facet of you as a human and there's just this slight concern for me 
and I can just speak to what I would do for my body. I would be worried about processing the pain, the trauma, the change, how I'm feeling about myself. Am I able to appreciate this new full? But knowing that it it was a I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just there's just a lot I think that could potentially go into it in the after mm-hmm. that you aren't going to necessarily even realize or a doctor isn't even going to um pick up on right but from from the get um i wouldn't i wouldn't do it i don't have the biggest butt in the world um it's a fine it's fine it's nothing right home about it's fine. i mean i i i wouldn't do it because i already have a big fat ass um and i say that with love i love her it's a great she, I, I did not always love her mm-hmm. um but i think like a lot of not just women but like a lot of people mm-hmm. you struggle with certain things physical characteristics about yourself and then because it's a financial issue too like most people aren't doing mm-hmm. plastic surgery it's expensive there's risks yeah. and you know personal choices involved but growing up i am i'm pear-shaped i'm much smaller on top than i am down below um for women's clothing sizes make makes really no sense because it just depends on the brand the label because a size 10 in one designer is going to be a 14 in another mm-hmm. and it can be like an eight and a 14 like it's wild go to ann yeah. taylor everybody's a 14 and under it's fantastic feel great about yourself vanity sizing go to ann taylor because everything's big um but like on top i would probably be like a 16 mm-hmm. and then like probably like a 16 which is usually going to be like an extra large Mm-hmm. And then down below, I'm like an 1820. Okay. Which is probably going to be like a 2X. So I'm like a 1X yeah, yeah. on top and a 2X on the bottom. Okay. And to find clothes is sometimes a challenge. Yeah. Um, and I know that sometimes these procedures are sometimes come down to if I just got implants, it would be so much easier mm. to find clothes that fit. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I know that it's not always, like, to reach some unachievable thing sometimes. It's right. Just, you know, you're unhappy with something and there's a way to change it. I'm going to do it. But at least with implants, it's essentially permanent. It has a long... It there, should there's a, have a, a longer life. Yes. To it. Yeah. Um, it's still much too much for me. I, I would... I could never deal with that much pain. I just, yeah. I can't think, of, even if I could afford it, if money's no object, ooh, no. I've seen, like, recovery, and I just, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my mom had a history of breast cancer, again, because yeah. of her age, not something that's likely to be genetic, but real gun-shy about messing with the boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just, you know, after a certain age, I just got comfortable with, like, well, this is what I look like. Yeah. And I guess it's a separate life for me. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
I'll buy two different sizes. That's fine. A separate life for a me. A separate hey. life for me. You know, people struggle with much more. It's fine. It's yeah. great. But again, if this is something you think about, if this is something you want to do, power to you. Just be mm-hmm. smart. Really research yes. who you're get who's doing the procedures. Really make sure that it's somebody who can sit you down and give you a very realistic picture mm-hmm. of what the results will be and that you're going to be happy with it. Um, but if it's something that you do, see, the big issue is that <laughs> it's being like we're almost being duped into it. And it's also yeah. a trend. Like it, it's a trend that's kind of. Yeah. Uh, like appropriating the body shapes from other cultures and you're you're kind of putting it on like a fat suit it feels a little bit like a slap in the butt that yeah you know you want to try on my big butt for a minute and see if you like it yeah and it it's also it's a trend trends die out yeah and to put yourself at like real physical risk for something that isn't even going to last on your body like it's it they're telling you it's not going to be a lifetime it's got a shelf life of a few years maybe and it's like people that um i can't oh, i can oh, i can always go back to the eyebrows mm. remember those 2000s mm. i don't want to go back and the women who lost not just women the people who lost <laughs> They're permanently lost their eyebrows. I don't want to go back to there. Because of the pencil-thin John Waters mustache eyebrow trend that happened. Yeah. And it's like, you did, you permanently changed something on your (laughs) face. You didn't mean to. Yeah. But you did. And now, big naturals are Mm -hmm. in, in terms of eyebrows. Get your minds out of the gutter. The big natch eyebrow look is in. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're you're shelling out sometimes hundreds of dollars for eyebrow serums trying to get your brows to grow back. Yeah, it's an industry. It's a business. Mm-hmm. And when the business cares more about how much money they can make off of you than your well being, yeah, you know maybe don't march into that office quite so quickly. Just take a beat. Yes. Yeah take a beat because i do i have a friend who had a uh a breast augmentation procedure Mm -hmm. her breasts were two different sizes two different sizes two different cup sizes and it was noticeable and it was something that she really really struggled with and she decided uh after she had had children and she was done having children and her she knew her body was done Mm -hmm. kind of going through those kinds of changes she had the procedure done and now she has a, a pair of more symmetrical breasts that she's very, very happy with. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, you don't want to fall into that trap of saying like, oh, this is good or this is bad. It's not about good or bad. Right. It's, it's just, not about good or bad. It's just when it gets to that level where it's a trendy thing that there are very rec- reputable plastic surgeons, obviously, that want the best for you, that mm-hmm. do make a good living but they do good work and they care about their patients. Yeah. There are also, unfortunately, people who are on the other end of that spectrum and just want your card or check to clear. Yeah. And are just going to crank you in and out and not give a shit about you. 
yeah. and tell you whether it's a good idea or not because it might not be a good idea for some people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's a good point because I want to emphasize I sound very negative, but I I do firmly believe Again, no pun intended, but I do believe that it is 100% your choice and mm-hmm. whatever you need to do in this life to enjoy it to the fullest, I can't help, um, go for it. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Just be smart. Um, and like be smart. And it is, I would say in this circumstance, a, a friend, like if you have a friend that's done it and has had great results, that's a great place to mm-hmm. get the recommendation for the doctor or maybe go to a couple of doctors and check it out first right i mean and some doctors may even like check in with your mental health like yeah because yeah i think sometimes with plastic surgery it's like when you trim your own bangs you oh i almost got it i just got to tweak it a little bit well i okay now i gotta tweak it a little bit more because i gotta it's not quite even, oh okay and all of a sudden yeah. you've got the yeah you know diy little kid bangs yeah. <laughs> um where it can be a slippery slope where if if you're making this decision for the wrong reasons right you're not going to be happy with any result well right yeah so yeah yeah and that's yeah. what a reputable plastic surgeon will help you get through yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, another thing that it, it's not permanent. So if you just do it and you want to do it and you go through the pain and it's a thing and you have a lifted tush for a while and you're loving it and then it goes away and you want to do it. Can you do it again? I believe you can. Yeah. I mean, like lipo, you you can. Oh, yeah. I don't know this this land. Well, um, the, what this started world. off this whole topic was because we noticed mm-hmm. we I finally saw someone from work that had it done. Yeah. And just by me describing it, you knew who it was because it's mm-hmm. that noticeable. Yeah. I was like, okay. And I I mean, it does look very natural, but not. It's it went a little mm-hmm. uncanny valley. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, I don't know how, how recent it is, mm-hmm. but it's, um, it looks good. Mm-hmm. It's just so full. It's very full. Yeah. It's so full and so high. Yeah. That it does not match the rest. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like, as, as a woman of a certain age, you know that, like, things are settling. Gravity. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Gravity has... Takes hold. Gravity's walked into the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to see just, like, one part be, yeah. you know, about 20 years younger... Yeah. ...looks a little... Oh, oh, it's noticeable. That's, that's yeah. noticeably different. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's the it's like the derriere version of the the very botoxed face and the top mm-hmm. of the hands, and you're like, yeah. ooh. I mm-hmm. mean, no the offense, J, J 
Jennifer Aniston, but it is a little bit of a Jennifer Aniston vibe. Yeah. I was she's got like youth face. Yeah. And then the hands. And I'm like, ooh, yep. The hands never lie. Hands. My mommy's telling Zero me that. in. That's why I got chunky hands. My raccoon paws yeah. won't uh won't give me Man. away. Well that is fascinating. I am. And a truly as at a young young wild world. at a young younger age. At a younger age. I I had thought about like, oh, maybe one day I'll I'll get bigger boobs and I can like even oh. myself out. Like what if I just got bigger ones and I just evened myself out? But then I was like, well, I'm just going to look fatter. <laughs> I'm going to be sad because I'm just going to be fatter. <laughs> because, you know, like I'm, it's like, oh, I thought about it. I was like, oh, I'm still going to be plus size. And so I'm still going to have to buy like bigger clothes. <laughs> so why am I trying to make myself bigger? Mm. I, you know, I was like, it's fine. It's, you know. Yeah. Live this pair life. Live my best ingenue. No, not ingenue. Aju. Live my best Aju. boss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bartlett. All yeah. the pairs. <laughs> I live all the best kinds of pairs. Um, I mean, whatever floats your boat. Just if you are going to go for something, even if like you're going to go for an extreme haircut, extreme hair color, yeah. hair procedure, you know. Don't always go with the cheapest person because maybe it's not what you're not right. Like if you were, you know, if you're, if you're going to go platinum blonde, you want to be, uh, what was her name? Queen of the dragons or mother of the dragons? Oh, Daenerys. Um, yeah. We know somebody who was trying to do that as a DIY project. She mm. ended up breaking off a huge chunk of hair. Yes. Like a noticeable chunk of hair yes. disappeared from her scalp. Yes. So there's a reason why certain things should be done only by professionals. Yeah. And cost a certain amount. Because yeah, it's, it's the m- ultimate you get yeah. what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of the D- all of the dumb DIY haircuts I have given myself, I can definitely speak from experience here. You get what you pay for and um it's it's worth uh also worth like feeling feeling some people out, you know? Do just a little research. Yeah. Little friend 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 recommendations look, are great. Look on those Instagram. Just check you know, check it out. Yeah. And yes. And, and however yeah. you are shaped and however you would like to be shaped, if you are happy and enjoying your life, that's all you can you could ask for. If you're happy and you know it, clench your butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I just clench. Oh <laughs> a little coin slot. <laughs> okay. Well, that was delightful and fascinating. <gasps> bottoms on bottoms. That's great. Bottoms, I love it. bottoms on bottoms. It's the bottom scoop. <gasps> oh, that's good. Two scoops. Two, Two scoops of scoop. bottoms. <gasps> Two scoops up. Or down. Oh. Anywhere you want them. Anywhere, 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 anywhere you want them. Um, well, anywhere you want us, if you look for the bottom Bible, that's where you'll find us. That's where we and be. And we're on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Music, Amazon, you name it. You just search for us, and then we'll be. Um, you can reach out to us at. Uh, you can clench our butt cheeks at. Um, metaphorically. Metaphorically at uh, the bomb bible at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram. We post um, each Tuesday with um, an Instagram post to go along with the episode. So please leave some comments if you have thoughts and feelings on this. And that'll do it. That's all, folks. What do you want? That's it. Truly bottoms up. Bo- oh, bottoms up. Again, down, medium, whatever. Wherever. High and tight. Wherever which way. Soggy bottomed, whatever. Yeah. 
just you know just sitting there just like kind of up kind of down one up one down sort of medium place yeah i feel like that's how my tush is my tush is just like a little bit like of a medium place it's not the good place it's not the bad place it's just (laughs) it just is sometimes all you need is like good pair of jeans too true it was good american jeans Mm. damn good material yeah good material excellent for uh for anybody who has been served a generous helping of butt yes they're uh they're expensive but for me they're worth it also though like you know what Mm. old school got a shout out old navy rock star jeans the super skinny high rise give me a high rise yeah um I feel like I've betrayed my generation. Old Navy lift us up where we belong. I now have, well, I don't have it right now, but I do currently have a middle part. Uh, After I had said you will tear my side part away from my cold, dead hands. But you shan't ever take my skinny jeans. I can't and I won't ever go back to a boot cut or a wide leg. I can't do it. We just went over how I'm pear-shaped. I cannot do wide leg jeans Mm. or pants of any kind, trousers of any kind. All right, we're out of here. We're out. I'm going to go put on some skinny pajama pants. <laughs> Squeeze my I butt. I just started cramping, sleep. so I'm going to take some Advil. Oh, no. and... Call it a night with my heating pad and my cat. Oh, that's going to be great. He's going to love it. Oh, all right. All right, kids. Uh, okay. Bottom, bottoms up, I guess. Not bottoms all. all the way up. I'm terrible at goodbyes. Okay. To tell me what you want from me. I already 